Hi, this is Colin from Worse in the Industry. We have a lot of laughs on our show, and we get in some pretty heated topics, so it's important to remember that the views expressed by the hosts of Worse in the Industry are our own, and in no way are representations of the views held by the Planet Ant Podcast Network or Planet Ant as an organization, even when we're right. Yell at us, not them. Thanks, and enjoy the show. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you better sit down. Yeah. Ain't nothing fancy, I'm still broke. Cross town like Yancey, I will throw. They say I'm in a spot they would kill for. I could put them in the wheel and they still won't. Get a deal with coke if I wasn't rapping about the past back dealing dope. Got the oh, you can feel it. <laughs> You're not working it. You're not like, all right, now time to open my pyloric sphincter. <laughs> You're, t- You're not- trying to tell me that you haven't willed something from one intestine to the other, knowing that that was going to be a bad shit. That you I haven't sat there and just that's nope, less- just move on. That's less will and more an act of faith. Okay? <laughs> trying not. That's that's like when when you're on the freeway and you hit a hard rock. Or like a like a pothole, and there's like a quarter second you were like, did I blow the tire? Did I blow a fuck? Did I blow a hernia in my asshole? And you go, and then you're like, no, we saved it. No, we're good. No, we got it. We're good. We're good. Or or you're really unlucky. You had the, and you're just like, oh, I gotta go to the fucking doctor now. <laughs> I blew something out. <laughs> oh, there goes my sphincter. I don't think it's supposed to feel sharp there. It's why does your sphincter say Goodyear? Uh, good good year good year i paid for yokohama <laughs> tire this, humor oh tire humor welcome to, hey hi hello and welcome to tire humor with your dads um tire we're gonna rename the podcast the name, new name of the podcast is kicking tires kicking tires and all we do is just review individual tire and tire related products can we like review tires, but not like on a car? Just like, no, no, like, it's take, all tires. No, 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 no. It's you take, you take, you take, tires. you take car tires, and then you just like you do things that normally don't involve car tires, like, you know, how well did this uh, Yokohama babysit my child? Not good. The kid's dead. I see. Um, no, no, no. How how well? We we can did ask the tire... question. We can uh, ask the question. My cartel uh, kidnapping victim very well would recommend. We can, we can ask the question of why does a tire company uh, decide how good a chef is? We, we this... found out. We oh, found I, out I, that... I forgot that that is the same company. It is the same. Co- it is the Michelin Tire brand. Unlike yes. Dove Soap and Dove Chocolate, two separate entities. That one was the one that I I really thought would be real, but it, uh, yeah. Uh, well, apparently the the actual reason why the Michelin Tire Company does did that or does that still, but the reason why they did that was because they put together uh, they put together travel guides. Yes, yeah, it was because people have cars, but what are they gonna use them for? Everything you everything you need. They're going down, touring down at the multiplex down at. We're gonna go on down to the 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 Chinatown downtown. I'm gonna go rough up some Chinamen. In my Ford Cadillac, 
because that's the kind in of car Ford I drive. Ford Cadillac. My I'm... Ford Cadillac. It's got a V10 in it, and I'm cruising. I'm cruising through the downtown, just I'm... beating the shit out of any any minority I can find. Cruising down the street in my 6'4". I don't think he would appreciate that music. That no, I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have liked Easy E very much. No, probably I not. No, yeah. late infected Easy E with AIDS. Yeah, sure might give AIDS. Did he, Colin? I I, I didn't he, I didn't hear you uh, didn't hear you say that like twenty five times one in one day. There... <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, you had the best. You did the best though. You crushed it. <laughs> uh, it was good. Here's the thing though. You only get that moment for Tyler with an asshole like this you gotta set it up you gotta set it up and it's you real build, you gotta build the i'm here's the, here's the fuck here's the thing that i don't get enough credit for being the comedy heel i am the comedy heel of the group because you need one we we love each other too much in our friend group and i need to stir up the angst every once in a while well yeah and none of us none of us can are serious enough to play the straight man so yeah know, so we have to have you yeah, you just have to be crazy and an asshole. Uh, well, speaking uh, of assholes, let's uh, let's go ahead and get to the show. Speaking of ghosts. Speaking of ghosts. <laughs> hey, hi, hello, and welcome back once again to Worst in the Industry, the show where we three uh, ghosts uh, rattle our chains and uh, attempt to boo some history at you. Um, my name is Justin St. Peter, and today do? I am the ghost of Christmas past to my left. It's Colin Stanley, and the one thing that keeps me from committing suicide is whether or not ghosts can come. To my left. Uh, my name's Tyler, and, uh, you know, I, I could go either way on the whole suicide thing. <laughs> that's worse than what I said. Yeah, that's North. You've received great news. I, I have, like, a permanent blocker that ostensibly will never be resolved, but you're, like, you're real wishy-washy on the whole deal. Yeah, you know, it's like... <laughs> I'm not gonna stop it. <laughs> what do you? What do you? Then it's not suicide. You're, if you just, if you're like, if you just find yourself in like a 9/11 type situation, that's not yeah. suicide. If you just let it happen, you're still being killed. No, I mean it's like you know, if if I'm like crossing the street and I, I walk across the street and all of a sudden there's a bus like 10 feet away, I would, I would, I'd have to think about it. Oh, okay, so it's you, you wouldn't you, have time. <laughs> Did you, exactly. So you've, you've just watched Man of Steel. I'm like a goalie. I got quick reactions. <laughs> no, Man of Steel when fast, fucking fast Superman's dad just, he's like, no, Clark, I have to go walk into the tornado now. I have to walk into the tornado instead of like, away from it. And they're like, Clark, you can't use your powers to save your paw because if you do, the world will know you're Superman. And we got to keep that from happening by never, ever disguising any part of your face or body. At all, in any meaningful way, oh your Paul God. died for you, Clark. Oh Jesus! That's the that is the one thing that I, I have I have always been the most annoyed about about Superman's design is like Superman as a kid never wore glasses ever. Um, here's the problem that I have with Superman. I mean, uh, besides Zach's, everything. Uh, no, it's a uh, Zack Snyder's cummy little fingers all over him and trying to turn him, uh, as as one person said, into an Ayn Rand libertarian. <laughs> Uh, so, we've already got fucking Overman for we, that, we've, so like, we're good. Like, it's, it's fucking so dumb. Like, the Justice League movies and the Superman movies, 
Zack Snyder is like literally turning him into like a fascist ubermensch in front of your eyes. It is like this is the guy that you should worship, right? And it's, that kind it's of a, dickhead. It's, it's a fucking terrible, terrible yeah. interpretation of the character. That kind of asshole is the kind of asshole that would fuck you over on a copper trade in Mesopotamia. Speaking of which, speaking of it's which. my episode, everybody. It is. <laughs> uh, and like usual, I decided I wanted to do something a little more historical, a little goofier. Uh, and we are going back, 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 way the fuck back to, as Colin said, Mesopotamia. More specifically, the city of Ur. Justin, play the first five seconds of Mesopotamia by They Might Be Giants right here. Maybe. What a tune! What a toe tapper! <laughs> Uh, now, before we get to the actual man in particular that this episode is about, we're going to have to cover a few of the concepts which are more likely fairly uh, alien to contemporary minds, and we'll provide some interesting context to the story about the man, the bitch, the legend, the copper trader, Aon Nasir. <clears throat> now, the time frame that we'll be talking about is about 3,800 years ago, and in the region of Mesopotamia, existing between the Tigris and Euphrates rivers, in bordering parts of modern-day Turkey, Kuwait, Syria, Iran, and largely Iraq. Often referred to as the Fertile Crescent, this highly verdant land is surrounded by the Zagros Mountains in the northeast, the Arabian Plateau to the southeast, and the west, the Mediterranean which, along with the twin rivers surrounding this cradle of civilization, helped the various cultures which occupied the Mesopotamian region trade and travel, and enabled the existence of full-time import-exporters for the first time in human history. Now, this region truly was a multicultural mix. The peoples united largely by their gods, although not their religious practices, those varying between the ethnic groups, uh, and their writing system cuneiform, as well as their... Historically unprecedented uh, treatment of women. Cuneiform is one of those things where I know it is accurate, but I think it's uh, it makes you sound like a bitch to say it that way. Mm -hmm. I feel like people should say cuneiform. Oh, it's like saying Jengis. I hate it. I know it's right. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. It doesn't feel good, but also I don't want to be John Wayne and die of uh, Utah cancer. Yeah, so, you know, we'll survive. Oh, we should watch. Can we watch that, please? Yeah, probably. Thank you. I put it on the server. I requested it for the server. We should all watch it together. It'd be a good time. I'm sure. Watch. By my blood, I swear my oath, my queen of the Tartars. <laughs> it's great. It's that's just imagine two fucking hours of that, and then a bunch of uh, Mexican guys pretending to be Mongolian. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. That's that's you know. What else can you ask for out of a John Wayne movie? him to die on screen Fair. <laughs> that, that's what i've been hoping for they never shot it nope they never did akkad and sumer the northern and southern regions respectively are the two most known civilizations due to their contributions to humankind that we still use today albeit in radically different forms the first forms of writing came from sumer and from writing came written history and law and the concept of quote-unquote permanent record beyond oral history uh, agriculture, particularly irrigation, the wheel, pottery, and therefore, most importantly, fermentation and beer were invented uh, in Mesopotamia. Dude, beer is so great. I was reading this. Um, there were these. So I was reading about Zoroastrianism. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and I don't know how I got here, but there was this tangent where they were talking about, like, um, 
because there was a bunch of Greeks living in what is probably considered now the Levant, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, on the on the eastern shore of the Mediterranean, yep. and uh, they were like, you know, kind of like weebs for the Middle East. <laughs> um, so like they were they would like drink beer, and that was like big no no back in like actual Greece because they're like it tastes like shit. Yeah. And only poor barbarians drink this garbage. Yeah, like and it's like, wine. and it's like these f- greasy boy fuckers have been wrong about everything since the dawn of fucking time. That's and sweet. just because some dickhead was like, I my brain is thinking, therefore my brain exists. Uh, because that one asshole had some kind of contribution, we have to pay attention to like what europe's florida fuck that i don't want to give a shit about them i think that's my new uh favorite colonism is greasy boy fuckers they greasy, are greasy, greasy boy, fuckers. boy fuckers i don't know that's coming close second to me for europe's florida well i it's better i, than, I do it's think better we, than that thing i said about them way back in the early podcast yeah i think we should yeah. we should trade peninsulas they get florida oh i would love we to take europe it. would I not would be able to handle world. florida disney world in greece would be great that would, would be, be well, okay, one yes it would be fantastic two europe wouldn't be able to handle florida they would yes, be they would. to give it back within a week they'd know they could handle it uh, oh i'm oh i'm sorry Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Do you guys think they it would like England, asshole? England you guys is think, separated uh, by water. <laughs> Barely. They have a tunnel. I, okay, I think Florida would just turn into like, like the whole state would just turn into like a zoo, where like oh, Europeans go to like look at the savages. Yeah, the, the, the Belgians would move in and they would start another human zoo. The problem. Oof, oof. <laughs> another. The problem Call it is Belgium. Like, if, we're if coming you for you, Belgium. Because I'm assuming that you're taking all the people, too, right? It's like you're, like, lifting them off the earth like God. Yeah, you're magic swapping the land masses. Yes, okay. Uh, actually, it's very interesting that Florida is the basis of a, of a fantasy landmass from uh, uh, Pierce Anthony, I believe is the, suit, the, the writer. But uh, it's, a, it's a great book series. Anyway, uh, Greece, in or uh, Florida, where Greece would be, I honestly think that everybody there would die immediately because the only reason that Florida exists is in opposition to the rest of the country. And without that, like, pole to center themselves against, I feel like people just start, like, walking out into the Everglades. People just, like... <laughs> just just letting the alligators take them. What do you think Ron DeSantis is going to do without getting... Like, Greece does not have the infrastructure for Twitter. So Ron DeSantis... <laughs> What's he gonna fucking do in like in the Mediterranean? You, you know what I? You know what Ron DeSantis and like Jeb Bush are gonna do? They're gonna walk into the fucking ocean. They're gonna they're gonna do what they should have done, and they're gonna f- fling themselves off the cliffs into the Aegean like their Theseus's father. Okay, but how much better would it be to go to like Mykonos instead of Miami? But how much better would it be if if just like Trump is the Theseus in that story? So he's like, I'm sorry, I did fly the right sail. I'm sorry. Hey, mm-hmm. I only had black sails. I had to use my black sails. I'm sorry. It's terrible. I used what it's I had. terrible. I used but what I hey, had. hey, I, I made a great deal. I sold those white sails. I made a mint on those white sails, all these black sails. These are great black sails. I don't know why my fathers, I don't know why they are being such pussies, killed themselves off the cliffs like that. These sails are great. That's what I'm saying. I'm a sales guy. I'm a salesman. I'm a s- <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> So, dude, sometimes I feel like I understand what they mean when they Holy Ghost, but it's just Donald Trump. 
just moving through me. Just, just mm. the the speaking the tongues of shitty New York. Yeah, it's like having like a like a tapeworm, but made out of a baby's arm, like wriggling up through your throat. That's how I feel. That's disgusting. <clears throat> now, it was the raw materials that Mesopotamia lacked, which truly defined how these cultures interacted with their neighbors as traders and raiders. Despite the relative vibrancy of the land between the rivers, Mesopotamia lacked metal deposits of any kind or stone quarries in any significant number. And the date palm, which is the only tree that is native to Mesopotamia, uh, does not make a suitable wood for much more than rough carpentry. I mean, basically just house timbers. See, it's so funny that this is the situation Mesopotamia is in, because England and Japan also had these issues, mm -hmm. and also formed empires to compensate, and also exported merchants and feudal military classes for the exact purpose of resource extraction. It's almost like this is what just happened. That people just, it's just, every, it comes together. <laughs> it's almost like the accumulation of power pushes you in one direction. Uh, yeah, no, boy I mean, fucking. that's, that is, that is, yes. Um, but in any case, that is exactly why, not boy fucking, but the, they had the whole it, comparison. They had it in the feudal England, they had it in feudal Japan, they had it in Mesopotamia, they had it in Greece, they had it in Egypt. Anytime they had it, they had a lot of boy fucking. Okay, we don't need to right stay now. on the boy fucking. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If we're gonna say that power and capital accumulation corrupts, part of that corruption, pederasty. I feel like that was implied. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just anyway. like, I like to. I like to put a hat on it. Just a little. I like bit. to put a hat. A on small it. one, one for a child. A little propeller. One for no. a child. You know, because because no. of the planes. Stop it. The lo the express, the one that goes to the island. Yes. Um. Now that is, it, Colin brings up a very salient point. That's exactly why I'm bringing this up because people like Aeonusir and empires like Mesopotamia, they have always existed and they will continue to exist until we make them stop. Now, in order to not only survive but thrive well beyond the original borders of their cultures, Sumer and Akkad became merchants and warriors diplomats and ambassadors in order to access the precious gems, metals, furs, and stone that their neighbors possessed. The mythologies and beliefs of the Mesopotamian cultures spread out from there, creating shockwaves in culture and religion, which still affect modern uh, culture today in a lot of the Western world. Um, you know, there's massive cultural influences from religion uh, and, you know, occultism and... Uh, for that matter, all of the things that those have affected being fiction and, you know, mythology oh. and... Uh, the, asso uh, the association of the bull with divinity, the association of the sun and the moon. Uh, like, not unique to Mesopotamia, but when we talk about, like, later Western religions and, like, those connotations, that you can draw the line. Mm -hmm. Not just, yeah, like, obviously groups all around the world would worship those things, but, like, there's a specific strain, a specific yeah. lineage, almost, a... The occult tradition, essentially. Yeah, we can draw a specific cultural and historical line from now to then. Yeah, and just we like can the, point out individual steps along the way. Yeah, just like the uh, the connection between the Sumerian chief to, uh, chief god uh, El and the uh, uh, the Judaic uh, god uh, Yahweh, right? Exactly. Like it's they they are uh, like referred to uh, in the same kinds of ways and are uh, sometimes considered to be the same god, or at the very least, very intimately related. 
Yeah, sort of like a Gnostic interpretation, two sides of the same coin deal. Not kind of. It's weird. It's like uh, the kind of like the difference between like uh, Mars and Aries, right? It's it's like it, it just more of a cultural interpretation of the same kind of concepts. Okay, so it would be like the 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 difference between like the Sumerian and Akkadian uh, interpretations of L. Yeah, but then there's also some some people who are like, no, Yahweh was always an original thing. So it's eh, it's 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 unclear. But again, it's ancient times because we don't have great records. We don't. Uh, now speaking of records, this trade culture that they developed necessitated the invention of writing and semi-permanent records. Uh, and I say semi-permanent because um, while we do still have some examples of cuneiform tablets today. The vast majority of these tablets were either lost to the sands of time because they are fragile little things, uh, the majority of the surviving tablets we have are damaged, um, or they were reused in contemporary Mesopotamia because that's what you did. Clay was the only resource that Mesopotamia had in any great amount, and it was used in so many ways for so many things that it was still very limited. I follow this one account on Twitter that's like, they see, I. I think they're like a historian or an antiquarian or something like that, but they're like their focus is on Mesopotamia and specifically like cuneiform, mm-hmm. and like they they'll post videos of like um, the way that you would engrave a tablet with a cuneiform stylus. It's actually really interesting yeah. because it's not just like a single stick; it's like a multi-tiered like carved stylus that has different faces and different edges that you twist and turn and press at different angles to get different characters. Yeah. But it, it's it's really, really cool. And uh, if you get, like, wicked baked, it's great to just sit and watch that for, like, 16 hours. It is it is super interesting because it, it truly is nothing like modern writing. I mean, it's, it's not like about... It's like language. It's great. Yeah, it's not about lines and, and, you know, creating shapes. It is literally just about uh, the arrangement of impressions that they use using these these particularly carved faceted tools these styli um now while there is absolutely truth and value in oral histories and while there is always something to be said about the inherent honesty of human beings all of that goes out the fucking window when it comes to commerce when you make your living extracting excess value from the transactions you facilitate in an import export role you become highly incentivized to maximize that value through dishonesty. You know, the whole point of the goddamn show. Well, in the meantime, Justin, just remember, I'm the president and you're not. I saw you making a face halfway through that sentence and I knew something was coming. Styli, I don't think that's right. It is. That's stupid. I hate it. It sounds better than styluses. A st- styluses? That sounds normal to me. Styli is correct. Anyways. Okay. Spaghetto. How would you how would you spell multiple Lexuses? I I said it like an idiot, and I didn't. Uh, can we cut that out? Can nope. we just fucking roll that back? I'm gonna. <laughs> nah, I, that shit stay in the fucking. <laughs> dude, the question of ghost come might not be enough tonight. <laughs> God damn it! It's okay. We just need to get you to make it to narcoleptic bus boy. Oh, it's my favorite time of night. It's all of our favorite times of night. <laughs> Oh, look at him. I should set up a camera and just live stream it. I'm like, look at him go. Oh, he's asleep. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, if you contribute to our non-existent Patreon. <laughs> Honestly, 
Uh, we, I mean, we have the page. We I mean, gotta... the Patreon's there. Yeah. It's you, just you like... Gotta just, we gotta just put... We'll, you can get, like, a PayPal account for that. Thing. Yeah, if you throw enough money at Colin for to pay for his z and melatonin, then if you he pay will for, start if you, live streaming Narcoleptic Plus. you can cover the cost for my sleep aids, which pretty soon I'm gonna be getting from a... Let's hear it. Let's hear it from me, a doctor, fellows. Oh, right. I'm not gonna have to just fucking, you know, DIY just freestyle the CVS aisle. Oh, just mixing all for the counter yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm. You know, I was in the lab at Walgreens the other day, just trying to figure out the best mix. And that's uh, what I call the cold and flu aisle. Yeah, just trying not to shut down all my internal organs, but maybe get like six hours of sleep. Maybe hopefully. And a buzz if please, I can help it. Please, if I could get at least six hours, I'd be so happy. <laughs> now this incentivized dishonesty becomes slightly harder to pull off when the agreement made between you know parties is pressed into a hardened sheet of clay in symbols that everyone agrees on and especially when that sheet of clay is marked with a personal seal that is legally recognized as an identity marker all of those things were invented by mesopotamia the idea of an ID, like a personal ID, the first form of which was the seal, writing, and the written agreement. It's fake news. That's not real. I didn't sign that. That's not my seal. We're going to talk about a guy who does not give a fuck about any of those three things. They don't matter to me. I'm sorry. I'm just here. It's me. <clears throat> There's the palace. There's the copper merchants. I'm in between them. I'm making deals. I don't, I don't see the problem here. I'm making deals. I see, this is the second time we've recorded this episode. The first time I had some Grand Vizier voice, but now it's Donald Trump. It's Donald Trump and maybe a little Christopher Walken. Who's to say? It's going to get interesting when we do some readings. Yes, as Colin pointed out, this is the second time we tried to uh, record this episode. We had some technical issues. The my audacity time. crashed. I was going to put my head through the wall. <laughs> it, was, it was, we were 50 minutes in. And was it that far? I yeah. thought it was only 30. No, we were 50 minutes into the fucking episode and Colin was like, oh no, my audacity crashed. And I was like, all right, well, let me pause my shit. It let's was see funny. If he, let's see if we can recover that file. And he just goes, nope, it's gone. So all three of us were just kind of like, so what are we, do we go again? Bed. Go to sleep. We yeah, we all just decided to not do that. Um, so that's why this episode's on. coming out late this week, uh, and it's fine. It happens. Uh, Don't worry about it. I can make it keep happening. Don't start showing up at your house mid-recording. Somehow that would, that would create so many problems and even more questions. Cutting through your power line in the backyard. Don't worry, I got the garden shears, rubber handle. Christ alive. Miller Highlight. Is your house haunted? Yeah, by me. <laughs> by me? Oh, man. It's the ghost of all the Miller Lights I drink. The ghost of beers past. The ghost of beers past. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I don't drink beer so much as I just kind of make it disappear like a magic trick. Why does it smell like pickled ginger and stale Miller High Life in here? <laughs> Justin. Justin, are you there? Justin, he's here. Speak, show yourself. <laughs> it's, and then it's just, it's just like silence, and then. Yeah, exactly. Of course, that's all you would ever give me, and I'd be like, this piece of shit. 
Like, because here's the thing. If you die first, that's exactly what you're not going to confirm the afterlife for me. You're going to torment me yeah, until, I go, until I go insane. Yeah, until I go fucking crazy and end up dying or killing myself. And then and then once I show up and I know it's real, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to strangle you to death. Once we're <laughs> dead, I'll... Bitch. We're already dead. Let's go hunt Tyler. I will fucking tackle you what? and drive you <laughs> into the Earth's core. I will what, you push think you're getting out of this, Tyler? I'm gonna, yeah, actually, we I should guess go, so. we should tag team Tyler. I was gonna say, we're getting haunted, we're haunting Tyler. We'll double okay. haunt Tyler, because yeah. here's the thing, I feel like you gotta lay a base, you gotta lay a, like, a foundation, you know, you put some primer on for a good haunting, and so, I feel like in the beginning, you'll be alternating between me and Tyler, but because I am the more unhinged of the two, I'll definitely go down first. Yeah, it's so easier once, to make you go crazy. Yeah, so there will be an exponential increase on Tyler's level of haunting as soon as I die, which may become oh very suspicious to him that these things have coincided so closely. And I think he might actually be happier after the fact, like, oh, my friends are still alive in some kind of way, uh, but they've, they've decided that what they should use that for instead of exploring the metaphysical universe or like unraveling the secrets of life and death, they should terrorize me with farts and burps and weird knocks at my window in the middle of the night. Yeah, we're just gonna exist to make your house smell like beer and distillate. Yeah, it's kind of what we do in your life already. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> well, I'm gonna haunt your parents and your mom's gonna see the ghost of me at the back door going, Oh, be, that's my boy. That'd be rough, dude. <laughs> oh, man. That'd, that'd be, be so, so funny, though. It'd be so mean to do. Because I can't, yeah, I can't do that. I that's, the, that's the kind of thing that if you do that, like, you can't be like, all right, it's fine. Because it's not. You are dead. <laughs> you are a ghost. And, well, yeah, and then I'd be like, ah, I'm just fucking with you. And then I'd walk in through the screen. Would not make anybody feel better, I'm sure. No, of course not. That's not the point. <laughs> no, this is for me. I don't yeah. have to care about their feelings. I'm, I'm a ghost. I'm here to rattle beer cans and fart. Uh, <laughs> you got him on a string instead of a chain. You're like, ah, ah. <laughs> Justin, what are you doing? Aren't you supposed to be rattling chains? Yeah, but this is more fun. It makes more Chains noise. are expensive, and I didn't Ch die with any on me. Chains are expensive, and this is louder. <laughs> this is louder. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. <sighs> Back to the show, uh, although in practical terms, when it comes to Mesopotamia, these security measures were achieved to some level of success with simple clay, we continue to struggle to make these things more secure using infinitely more complex technology. It's almost like the, uh, the people are the problem, and not the technology. What about this? What about I just give you a horse? Could I do that? Would that work for you? Tell you what, how about you just take right, this let's, horse? Let's forget about this whole copper business. I have a horse that I've been trying to get rid of for a while now. And uh, they just shut down my temple brothel. Uh, I was losing money somehow. Uh, so I kind of need to get rid of this horse. Can you move this horse for me? Can you move this horse for me? Yeah, see, and now Nasir absolutely would have been the man to try and move that horse. The and then he would have absconded with it. <laughs> Now, at this point in the show, you're probably asking aloud, and rightfully so, Justin, pray tell what the fuck this high school history lesson has to do with the show. What does this have to do with the evils of capitalism or even corporate crime? Well, the answer to that question brings us right back front and center to the man whose story may be short, but is powerful enough to be heard and felt 3,800 years later. Aya Nasir, Copper Trader of Ur.
Ur. Yeah, I kept saying Ur yesterday, and then Kyle I like was like, Ur. I like saying Ur. Ur is fun. Like, it's, it's, it's much more colloquial, and it, it rolls off the tongue more, because we're just not used to that Ur, like the U into the R sound in English. Yeah, I mean, we speak uh, a gutter language built for bestial dogs, and they spoke something that sounded like poetry and music. So yeah, yeah well, I the only, understand that. The only person in the, in, in the English language who understands that is Frank Reynolds. You know, poors, poors. I think that's Boo. just a Philadelphia thing. <laughs> Don't give Philadelphia that much credit. Philadelphia deserves more credit the in, than the entire country of Greece. What about Florida? Florida? Well. <laughs> exactly. It's about a wash. That's a wash. <sighs> they're they trash, but there are trash, you know? There are. Tr- they're hometown trash. You honestly. If you go, if there's like a guy from your high school who's like a real piece of shit now, there is kind of a level of affection because you're like, that's my piece of shit. Like, that's the piece of shit that I'm familiar with. Yeah, I remember yeah. you like that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Everything hey, worked out the way I thought like it would. <laughs> hey, remember when I was like, you're going down a bad path and uh, you, you called me an asshole? Anyway. Here we are. <laughs> um, Here we are. Ayan Nasir began his career as a trader working with the Alik Tilmu, a guild of copper merchants based in what is now Bahrain, Iran, and was then Dilmu. The city's location on the Persian Gulf made it an ideal place for international commerce to flourish. Dealing in every form of processed copper from finished goods back to wholesale, wholesale ingots, and occasionally side trades of fabrics and wood, Ayan Nasir eventually found work purchasing raw goods, particularly copper, for the palace in Ur, one of the largest settlements of Sumeria. This earned him favors with the royals, a good reputation, and of course, many creditors. Uh, an, uh, another invention of Mesopotamia, so to speak. <clears throat> As time goes... Oh, no, was, oh, I was just... I just th- I, uh, like, obviously I was making the joke about Donald Trump. But the, just the more I'm thinking about it, it's just like more and more like, oh, no, yeah, that's it. Because it's like, oh, he was completely detached from the government but uh, and his nation and his national identity to an extent, but uh, was much more uh, like interested in like the creditors that he was working with um, and his relationships with copper merchants mm-hmm. uh, than his actual like clients and the people that depended on him uh, yeah. to be a, an upstanding businessman. Uh, of which, what an oxymoron that thing is, right? An upstanding businessman. I mean, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's cool. I just, I love, I love the idea. I just like the image in my mind of Donald Trump wearing, like, one of those, like, tunic kind of things they had going on. With his, like, soft, shitty body. Yeah, and, just, like, oozing out the bottom of it. Well, because he, you know, he kind of looks like if you, like, if toothpaste was sold in a bag. Uh... Yeah, the Michelin Man fucked Michigan J. Frog. Yeah, or like, uh, like if mayonnaise curdled. That kind of thing. I love the idea of just these discrete lumps that are of differing levels of hardness. And he's like, these copper ingots are the great quality. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know what the problem is. These are great. These these are the best ingots I've ever had. Malleable, ductile. this, these ingots, they're huge. They're going to be enormous, these ingots. I was, I was in your the other day. I was in your, I'm from your. And, uh, because that's how, because he's from New York, so he would say, or as your. He'd say, uh, you. He'd say, I'm from your. And, uh, I gotta tell you, it stinks. It's a terrible city. It's been driven to the ground. 
It's been driven into the ground by Habarabi. Habarabi doesn't know what he's doing. He said, oh, I have these codes, these codes. It's bullshit. It's not real. I think, I think Habarabi wasn't born here. I think he's actually from Kenya. <laughs> I'd like to see, I'd like to see Habarabi's uh, birth clay tablet. His, his birth slate. <laughs> and, and it's just fun to know it's you know i have uh, a summer home in babylon i love babylon it's my favorite place to go is babylon and uh you know it's uh it's wonderful city wonderful city the hanging gardens i love a hanging garden you string up your servants it's a hanging garden i love it as time goes on however Aya nasir begins to rely less on the palace and the palace's finances and more on his creditors to make himself money. No longer beholden to the palace's finances, Aeon Nasir found great fortune in his personal deals, particularly when he began taking very large orders and then spending very, very long amounts of time in Dilmun, far from the city of Ur and all of his customers who had paid him up front. Dilmun is the Mar-a-Lago of Mesopotamia. Uh, in that, in that... <laughs> there's there's gonna uh, that that thing okay we're gonna read a thing that's gonna contextualize it in a way that makes it really funny but um, i just love the idea he's like i'm sorry i'm not in the office right now i'm in dilmud i'm sorry i'm in dilmud i can't i can't i can't make that appointment i'm in dilmud right now if i was in your if i was in your i'd be able to make that appointment no problem but i can't make that i'm in dilmud it's a terrible commute it's by chariot by chariot 16 days i can't do it it's a terrible ride terrible ride i have bone spurs i have bone spurs in my feet and a chariot ride 17 days just can't do it. it's impossible <laughs> now this you see those bone spurs they're just they're so oppressive <laughs> Who, that? that wasn't even donald trump who was that guy that no that that was that was that's that's donald trump's shitty brother that's, no, that's Donald dj Dunch. that's that uh, is dj tj that is donald trump jr the dj tj Tyler was just doing that thing where he's like, and another, like, when he was trying to tell jokes on stage at the fucking RNC or at, like, CPAC, and he's, he's just <laughs> So what's dying. the deal? <laughs> he's just dying I'm like, out I'm there. I'm like a fucking, I'm like, uh, like oh, fuck. You're like Steven Crowder. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm like Norm Pattis when he oh. tried to do the stand-up. When he had his pants around his ankles and said the N-word? No, 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 no. When he said, uh, when he was floundering... And he was like, hey, uh, you know, all these, all these woke people out here, oh, you know, you can lose your job. You're going to have to get woke insurance pretty soon. Oh, I forgot about that fucking woke insurance line. Woke yeah, insurance. That is, but yes, you are, <laughs> that, whoever that was, whoever that that guy was, that is like Ayanda Sears, like, courier, who's like, I don't know what to tell you. He's, he's, a terrible, he's like Roger Stone. He's like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what's going on, Alex. But it's a terrible thing that they're doing to I and Desir nowadays. They're persecuting him. It's a real, it's a real necromancer hunt out there, and I think it's unfair. <laughs> it's hey, it's against, it's against Hammurabi's code. It's right there in plain black and black, right on the stone in the center of town where we all see every day. <laughs> I have a tattoo of Sargon of Akkad on my back because he was a strong leader. <laughs> He's a strong leader, and he cared about traditional Akkadian values. <laughs> uh, uh, Mesopotamian uh, Roger Stone, I think, is your favorite character. I'm I'm really building a a, a, a mind palace in this space. Tyler, come play with me, Tyler. Come play with me in my space. 
Oh, I'll come play with come you, Daddy. Come play with me. Mm. Now they've made Fuck, it so I'll cool. fucking play. I'll fucking play with you. <laughs> All right, now this this right here is where things get unique about the story of Ayana Seer. Um, and uh, you'll remember that I mentioned earlier in the show that um, these are only really semi-permanent records. Uh, and that to have uh, one of these tablets survive to the present day is very, very rare. Um, to archive them was both costly and took up a lot of space. So it just didn't happen a lot. And like uh, we talked about earlier, many of them were simply reused because that was good practice. You just scrape the surface, or, or let me rephrase that, you just get it kind of wet because these were never clay dried unless they were being archived. Uh, and, you know, they were just sun-dried, so they were re-wet, scraped, and reused. It was, it was terrible what happened. It was terrible what happened this year on First Moon with, with, the, with the, the capital. The capital of Yor was stormed, and all the tablets were smashed, and they, they killed that temple guard. It was terrible. It was terrible what happened. But, but, we have to think about this. Plenty of room for new tablets now. We gotta think about it that way. Room to expand. We gotta think forward. Room to expand, he says. I love Ayan uh, here. I love him. Hell, he's great. He's my favorite um, character. Now, we, for reasons we'll talk about in a few minutes, have a relative motherload of information about the business dealings and particularly the pissed-off customers of this one guy. Like, we, I think we have more information relative to the personal day-to-day -day life of Aeon Asir than we do to any non-royal person from Mesopotamia. I, I feel like there's... We have more information about Ayan Asir than we have personal accounts of Alexander the Great. We have more information about Ayan Asir than we have personal accounts of, like, uh, like William the Conqueror or Joan of Arc or, like, these hyper-pivotal figures in history that we know for a fact were real, that we have historical records of. We know less about them than we know of this fucking asshole con man selling shitty fucking copper in Mesopotamia 3,800 years ago. It, it, like, we cannot stress how far in the past... This is before the construction of the Egyptian pyramids. This is before Egyptian society even existed. It was probably heavily informed by uh, Mesopotamia society. In, in, in Absolutely. It's, I mean, it turns out they all had, uh, they all had, you know, uh, pyramids, just like every culture all over the world had pyramids, because it's not a goddamn conspiracy that it's the easiest way to stack a bunch of rocks it's in one place easiest, without them falling down! It's the easiest way to engineer something when you don't understand how engineering works. When you don't have a full grasp of all the intricacies of structural engineering, you build a pyramid, you fucking idiots. Every, mm, Buddy, it's, it makes me so mad. I used to get so baked and watch the History Channel, and when Ancient Aliens would come on, I would get so angry, I would just turn it off and stare at the black screen. Uh, we have lists of names of customers, lengthy letters detailing very specific complaints about late shipments, delivery to the wrong customer, and most commonly, being shafted on the purity of the metal being purchased. Ar Arbitrum. Niganana, Appa, even a person suspected of being Ayana Seer's direct collaborator and business partner, a man by the name of Ilsu Elatsu. He wrote, Uh, with regard to the copper of it didn't seem, 
uh, Izika will come to you. Show him 15 ingots so that he may select six good ingots and give him these. Act in such a way that Idinsin will not become angry. Please, please, please. <laughs> Every time he comes back and he takes it out on me and it's like, I, I get it. He's, he's, he's a very opinionated man. He's, you love him or hate him. He's very polarizing, very polarizing. I get it, but please leave it business at business when you come home. I just want to spend time with you. I just want it to be us. And I feel like that's not, that, I feel like that's not a lot to ask. You know, when you, when you decide you want to share your life with somebody, that it means you share everything. And I get, I get that that means you bring business home, but if you could leave that part at the door, just don't, please, don't make him angry. <laughs> I have to specify that uh, everything after uh, act in such a way that Idin Sin will not become angry uh, was not a part of the original quote. Well, I mean, I feel like, you know... Not, you, took some, you took some artistic license. Not in the um, textual aspect of it, but I feel the spirit of the thing was preserved. Yeah, the subtext. The subsexual aspect. There is no subtext. This is a David Cage game. <laughs> Black people are robots. <laughs> they sit in the back of the. They stand in the back of the bus, Colin. They're in the loading. They're in the robot loading bay on the bus where they have to. In the to, back of the bus. They have to stare at what a seat would look like because their robot bodies don't need comfort. All right. Now I don't know about you guys, but I don't often have to get messages from my uh, or ever I should specify from my my partners in any of my projects uh, to not be a piece of shit to our customers. Eh, I feel like I've gotten that feedback sometimes. <laughs> I feel like every once in a while I've gotten like a, you could turn it down a little. And I'm like, ah, they don't really deserve me turning it down a little, do they? Well, no, but we don't want to be taken off the air. Um, well, they can try. They can try. We're starting a pirate radio. Honestly, I just yeah, want to thank. Get, I just want to thank the we're Patreon. We're fucking raided by armed agents of the FCC. Dude, honestly, it's actually, honestly? I actually looked into, uh, for, for purely recreational purposes for a tabletop game in a simulated environment, I looked into the logistics of, uh, running like a, like a pirate radio station. Actually super easy to do. You just need to be mobile and the kind of radios, uh, that, that you can, uh, that you need for this. You just spend like 40 bucks, China to ship you one. And, uh, that's it, man. That's it. And uh, if you take the antenna off, it's perfectly federally legal. So you could just take the antenna off, throw it in a fucking ditch. Be like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. This is I, fine. There's no antenna. I know, also, yeah. I'm not broadcasting. Turn the frequency down. That's fine. Who cares? Yeah, just turn it off. Yeah, uh, so fuck them. The FCC can suck my cock. In the words of my father, uh, it's not illegal if you don't get caught. I love Kevin. <laughs> Doesn't give good life advice. What a fucking that's man. That's great advice. No, that's perfect advice. It would only be better if he's like... It, hey, it's only illegal if you get caught because laws are threats <laughs> that the state levels against people. And what is the state? Listen, my but dad listen here. The dominant socioeconomic minority in any given country. I wish I could get my dad to admit to half of that shit. Um, uh, Kevin, I feel like implicitly agrees with it. Except he doesn't every time I bring it up. Well, there's the conscious mind in the way, and that's a that's a bit of a hurdle for a lot of people. Well, and then my dad opens his mouth, and it just sounds like a... I'm gonna insert the sound of a donkey braying here. Oh, I thought I like I thought you were gonna like put in like a like a weird like uh, electronic sound, like something you'd hear from like the uh, the weather warning station. 
It's oh, like, like eh, oh, just like a eh, 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 an alarm. Eh. No, if anything, he sounds like a parent from the Peanuts. No, he's just like, oh, is is it the first of the month already? Oh shit! It's first, of, first, first Saturday, Saturday of the month. <laughs> Do people? Does that happen in other parts of the country? Yeah, I don't know if that's just like a Michigan-specific thing. Or yeah. Here first in Michigan, we we get uh, tornado siren tra- tests. Um, I would assume states that don't have tornadoes or don't probably don't have, have tornado tra- sirens. Probably yeah. not. Does, do you think? Uh, do you think California has uh, a, a, a libcuck siren for the first time? <laughs> the, the Gray Davis siren. <laughs> All right, so before I uh, leave and go to Colin's apartment and strangle him to death... Um, fuck, finally. We, we have all of these things about Ea Nasir because all of these things were found in one location. Um, his house, or what most archaeologists suspect was his house. That is the least weird option, is that it was his house. Otherwise, it was just some guy who was obsessed with Aya Nasir. Well, what if it was, like, his office? What well, if you don't have a separate... You don't have a separate office and home at that point. Oh, you don't... You couldn't get a flat downtown when you want to pop no, out? No, well, it's also... By the, time, your bird? by the time Aya Nasir had died, uh, Aya Nasir had, like, had to sell off portions of his home... Uh, and he had to, like, he, he really wasn't a rich man when he died because his creditors, they, they caught up with him after Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Aeon Nasir, like, spoiler alert, Aeon Nasir did kind of get his comeuppance. But he kind of did. <laughs> I thought you were going to say spoiler alert, Aeon Nasir died. It's like, yes, 30 No, years. yeah, so I, I don't want to disappoint anyone, he's not around. Wouldn't it be cool um, if he was, though? He's it just a vampire. If, if they're like, yeah, sometimes people are immortal, but that doesn't make them special. They could just be a shitty copper salesman. Yeah, <laughs> they're just around. Yeah, it's um, like every every one in like 100,000 people, you get one that like lives for like 16,000 years. And, you know, it's kind of just like you deal with them, and they're usually just normal dudes. Doesn't really fuck yeah. them up too much. That's the thing that they always get wrong in fiction, is that being immortal makes you go crazy. Kind of just You just kind of just mellow out, and then you just find a job. Everyone's yeah, you don't become out. Vandal Savage. You just, you know, yeah, just if you become a guy. Yeah, if you're immortal, it's like it wouldn't make sense to be like the marauding warlord of the waste, uh, because it's like the house sustain. You're gonna do that for sixteen thousand years. You're gonna be tired, man. It doesn't. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's just not. It is not a long term. It's plan, not man. sustainable. You gotta it's think not. sustainably. Yeah, you, you know, you gotta get yourself. You gotta get yourself a job that you like that doesn't pay you bad. Hey, if you like what you do, you never work it. You know what? You know what? Vandal Savage though. He did follow that advice. He he never worked a day in his life. He loved what he did. Hunting the Justice League? Hunting hunting uh sentient creatures and enslaving them beneath his iron boot heel. He I that's what he loves. That's he, what he does. You every know what's true? That that was his favorite thing really? to do I as a like weird Kang the Conqueror ripoff. We don't we don't talk enough about how supervillains uh really stand in their truth and how a lot of superheroes are uh cowards afraid of being vulnerable. Yeah, all Mr. Freeze wants is to bring his wife. Well, He's wife very clear. He's like, this is my trauma. This is what happened. I'm in the grieving process, and I'm a scientist. This is this is a call for help. I am trying to save my wife. And Batman's like, I can't reconcile my grief, and I take it out on other people. Mr. Freeze is just trying to get the resources in a cruel capitalist society that has no public health care to save his wife and her 
horrible, horrific disease that in a nationally funded system would have been cured. <laughs> All right, counterpoint, the Riddler's just an asshole. Okay, the Riddler and is Edward clearly... Edward does not have a, The Riddler a, 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 is clearly a... on some kind of spectrum, okay? One is of many, that... at least one of many, and clearly needs to be medicated. He needs some help. <laughs> He, that does not preclude him from being an asshole. He could be an asshole, but that's the thing is he's an asshole, but he's also like clearly in the throes of some kind of episode. And like, I don't know. I don't help. believe that. I don't believe that Edward Nigma has a has a tragic backstory. Okay, Matthew Lesko is definitely an antipsychotics, so Edward Nigma is also. Matthew Lesko should be an antipsychotic. He probably isn't. He probably should be. Um, now. My personal favorite of all of the letters that we have uh, for Aeon Asir is also the one that is the most well-preserved. This is a letter that was written on front and back side of a clay tablet. Now, when you had come, you spoke saying thus. I'll give good ingots to Gimilzin. This you said to me when you had come, but you have not done it. You have offered bad ingots to my messenger, saying, uh, If you'll take it, take it. If not take it, go away. Who am I that you are treating me in this manner, treating me with such contempt, in that between gentlemen such as we are? I have written to you to receive my money, but you have neglected to return it. Repeatedly you have made them, the messengers, Return to me empty-handed through foreign country. Who is there amongst the Dill Moon traders who have acted against <laughs> me in this way? You have treated my messenger with contempt. And further, with regard to the silver that you have taken with you from my house, you make this discussion. And on the behalf, I gave you 18 talents of copper to the palace, and Sumia Bum also gave you 18 talents of copper, apart from the fact that we issued the sealed document to the Temple of Samas. With regard to that copper, <laughs> it's getting that. more Boston. It's definitely getting a lot more Bean Town as you go on, this but guy, keep going. I love this guy. As you have treated me, you have held back my money in a foreign territory, although you are obliged to hand it over to me intact. You will learn there in Ur, I will not accept from you copper that is not good. In my house, I will choose to take the ingots one by one. Because you have treated me with contempt, I shall exercise against you in my right of selecting the copper. So I love my this. house... Going going into like a fucking shitty degenerate like Boston New York accent like just a real a real pa a real Pats fan fucking a real fucking Pats fan. go Pats I go I love that go Pats go because of the way that this has been translated in, into English it does make you sound like you have a learning disability so that's the perfect accent it is pretty it's pretty great da, um, hey hey yeah uh, da, 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 goodwill hunting and uh, I'm, I got these copper ingots and that. Uh, Go Bears! Uh, go, go Bears! Bears. Chicago, I know. I don't know. Yeah, the They're all the same. I'm a Polish. Stop. <laughs> well, stop. Well, I can't, I'm Tyler. I can't keep the charade up anymore. It's so hard to pretend that I have anything <laughs> oh. smart or funny to say ever. It's alright, buddy. Just, just simply stop being Polish. 
I can't. You stop that. Um, I've eaten too many pierogies. It's past midnight. Oh no! By dawn, <laughs> my back will be covered in thick By black hair. By dawn, a single white stripe. And you'll just you'll absolutely reek. <laughs> <laughs> just, but then, but then I just like sit down, smoke a cigarette, start drinking a beer at eight in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like actually, I'm uh, I'm doing all right, you know. Yeah, it's you know, like, it's I, like I, if it's, alcoholism you know, was like lycanthropy. You're, <laughs> you know, I got a call from the IRS. They said it's not looking good, but it's all right. The bartender that I was at, uh, yeah, the bar I was at, uh, he said I'm not there, so uh, it's all good. You know, it's, it's fine for it's tonight. So uh, it's. It's uh, you know, it's real hard uh, living in the Midwest, being uh, being a wear Polak. You put that on your Tinder profile, nobody's swiping right on you. You know, nobody's swiping right because the problem is they know that you don't drink Coors and that you only drink fucking Miller and Molson. So you're never gonna fuck. You're you're gonna be turning a fucking Polak every goddamn night. No silver bullets to kill that beast. Nobody can afford to keep that many pierogies on hand. It's just not feasible. Just not feasible. Just not feasible. <clears throat> Now, that letter, like I said, covered the front and back of a cuneiform tablet. And this cuneiform tablet in particular is the one that we have in the best condition from Aonosir's suspected home. This is among dozens of tablets of complaints that this man kept at great expense despite his failing finances in his personal home in a very specific room just so he could look at them okay but i did a very similar thing when i worked at that electronics store i had a i had a customer who came in and long story short he'd been sold the wrong item by a different guy and i'd given him some advice on how to deal with it uh and i was like very clear this probably won't solve your problem, but this is the easiest way to do it without spending money right now. And he was <laughs> like, okay, but it better work. And I was like, it might not. I can't promise you that it will. He's like, so you're guaranteeing me that it will work? And I went, I can't guarantee you anything. <laughs> this, is, this is my opinion. You didn't bring the computer with you, so I can't help you with the computer. Uh, mm. And then I got an email two hours later. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, subject line, FAKE NEWS! <laughs> of course. Ooh, ooh, I gotta open this fucking sizzler. And, uh, long, yeah, the guy's like, You sold me fake news! I had to drive an hour and a half to your rat hole store! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, screen cap that, make it a desktop wallpaper, call it a fucking day. So I, I get the feeling. I get the feeling of being like, you know, you oh, hate. wanting to enshrine all of your negative uh, Yelp reviews. There's a there's a feeling. Oh, we that was my second favorite thing to do besides not work at that job was go through the Google and Yelp reviews on my cell phone when I was hiding from my job, and uh, like go specifically to the negative ones and see if I could recognize myself or any of my my work friends uh, in the comment. Uh, See if anybody gets described real well. They, well, they, there was a lot of misogyny in those comments. A lot of like, yeah. why are these ugly women working the cash registers? And it's like, okay, I've seen the kind of people that come in here. Um, maybe clean off your basketball shorts before you start talking about the way people look. 
Yeah, I'm gonna need you to wipe the crust off of the rear end of them. Yeah, so if that, if I could take that, put it in a clay tablet, and then put it in a room dedicated to hate, I would a million percent do that. <laughs> it's just, it, it is it is amazing that this man just, like, never ceased to exist as an archetype, truly. I mean, Aeon Nasir is the, the ur-businessman, to make a terrible, terrible pun. Hey, it's the, actually, this voice, this voice, it's not Donald Trump. A lot of people think this voice is Donald Trump. It's not. This is actually the spirit of Connery. I've been, since people have been alive, I've been, I've been inhabiting people. And that's why uh, all these things keep happening. It's, it's kind of like all my fault. Yep. It, it truly is. And is it is, it is his fault. And it's, we have him to thank for um, things, unfortunately. Like, genuinely, unfortunately. It's terrible. Absolutely it terrible. It is only because there have always been shithead businessmen that we have this much information about this era of the past. It is exclusively due to this one fucking bastard that we have this much information about 3,800 years ago. It's it's so it is so enlightening that like you really just have to apply Donald Trump voice to any of these guys, and it immediately becomes apparent that it's always been the same. Like you yeah, just need to just recontextualize and be like, this isn't ancient history. This is just like people people have been like this since people have been people. People yeah. are people, but you know, like, this guy since, lives in Atlantic City right now. Yes, exactly. So like, I love that. I love that <laughs> that like you could just go through all of our episodes. Essentially, it'd be like, what, what, tulips, tulips, no, I'm trading spices, all these spices now, 100 Ronin, put them on the ship, get me those Japanese and put them on the ship. Uh, get me all those Ronin. Get me, I have the most Ronin, I have the most Ronin of any Dutchman that's ever lived, and uh, I tell you what, I tell you what, these, these clogs carved by Katana, they've been carved by Katana, my clogs, they're perfect, perfect Dutch shoes, carved by brilliant Nippon steel, Nippon steel, thousand folded fold it a thousand times that's how many times you have to fold it to forget that you've been a boy fucked your entire life and that you're gonna have to do it to all the children that you've come into contact with in your is that how many times your society is that how many times your steel needs to be a folded thousand to times because it's repress? so shitty it's terrible steel it's terrible steel they don't tell you that they'd like to lie they like to lie like hillary like hillary they lie about how good okay. their steel is they, they think their steel is good but it's not they have to fold it they have to fold it a thousand times I fold by steel one time. One time I fold by steel. That's all I need. Oh, God. All right. Well, there, <laughs> there isn't really much of a uh, much of a call to action on this episode. Find his burial site. <laughs> Come in his skull. Yeah, just take take a shit uh, on, on the, day on a Sears grave. On the um, dust that is... <laughs> you have yeah, to travel to Iraq. So yes, you will. <laughs> Good luck. If you um, go to Kurdistan... <laughs> yeah, say hi to Muqtada al-Sadr for me. Hey, he resigned from politics again. Leave yeah, that doesn't mean it's not a problem. He was right about a lot of things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it, I'm uh, not saying I disagree with it. Are you saying that al-Qaeda is the great serpent and that America is the lesser serpent that you're willing to work with against al-Qaeda? No, America <laughs> is the great serpent. <laughs> no, no, America uh, is the great serpent. That's interesting that you say it like that because we agree. We agree that we're the great serpent, and it would be in the serpent's best interests to give these <laughs> Afghani boys over to all these pedophilic warlords hiding out in the mountains. 
the serpent feels that it would be in the serpent's national interest to, to start uh, extracting opium from the poppy fields that we created via our uh, our damning enterprise after Roosevelt met with, met with the king of your country that was installed by the British. No step on serpent. Um, all right. Well, thank you once again for listening to another episode of Worst in the Industry. We will be back next week with something else uh, for you to inform and entertain. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode uh, about the biggest asshole in history, Aeon Nasir. Raise awareness Bye. about Serpentine Havana Syndrome. Let's do it. Serpentine Havana Syndrome, my favorite thing. Serpentine. Bye. Bye. Later. In a spot they would kill for I could put them in the wheel and they still won't I could probably get a deal with coke If I wasn't rapping about the past back Dealing dope Got the offer and it's real low Over one mil and it's still low They all corporate They all cute in suits Yeah, on bullshit With all that poop to scoop My shit going up I go root to roof They don't like that They want mute the truth They gon' switch sides They go group to group They want shoot the shit Ain't got shit to shoot Till I go crazy Go and get the baby